The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out and save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to be talking to the creator of a popular SEO tool and the managing director of a popular SEO agency. Joining us is Kyle Roof, who is the co-founder and SEO at Page Optimizer Pro, which is a tool for on-page competitive SEO analysis. POP, as I'd like to call it, Page Optimizer Pro, tells you exactly how to improve your web page content to outrank your competition in Google, increasing your traffic and rankings. Kyle is also the lead SEO at High Voltage, which is an SEO agency based in Phoenix, Arizona. He, however, has moved to Thailand, and so he's up at 5.30 in the morning to talk to us and do this podcast. Yesterday, Kyle and I talked about his learnings from over 400 on-page SEO experiments. And today we're going to talk about what he calls the rhinoplasty plano story about how he ranked number one using a page made entirely of gibberish. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, on with the show. Here's my conversation with Kyle Roof from Page Optimizer Pro. Kyle, welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast. Thank you for having me again. So nice to be here. Excited to have you back as our guest. Still jealous that you're in Thailand and we're all locked down here indoors freezing cold in the winter. It's actually not that cold here in the suburbs of San Francisco. But hey, I'm still jealous. We're in a cold snap right now. It's about 70 degrees. And you'd think with the ski jackets that the ties are wearing that they were uh, up in the Himalayas somewhere. It's pretty awesome. Unrelated. My favorite Justin Timberlake song. You know what it is? Mm-hmm. 
Crimey River. Moving on. <laughs> so let's talk a little SEO. Yesterday, you told us about your on-page optimization, some of the tests that you've run, figuring out how to assess what is a ranking factor for your site. And you have an interesting story about ranking for a term that was relatively sought after without using a page that actually has real language on it. Tell us your rhinoplasty plano story. Sure. Just a couple of years ago, there's a Facebook group called SEO Signals Lab. At the time, I think there were like 45,000 people in it or so. There's way more than that now, 65, 70. It's a very large group. But there was a public competition that was put out in the group to rank for the term rhinoplasty plano. Rhinoplasty is a nose job and Plano is just outside of Dallas, Texas. The conditions were had to be a brand new domain. So you couldn't have done anything to it. You only had 30 days. So it was a real sprint to get the site up and going. And after that, you could do pretty much anything you wanted. And the site at the end with the highest rank wins is the idea. Hang on, hang on. What was the prize? Fame, glory. God, I love how nerdy the <laughs> SEO community is. I love you all. But oh man. Okay, another question for you. I, th- I think there was a prize, but I honestly couldn't tell you what it was. How how competitive is the term rhinoplasty plano? You know, is there a disproportion of people getting nose jobs in northern Texas? Solid question. I think the search volume was somewhere around 350 to 500 in a range. Mm-hmm. Not a ton. Not a ton. But the thing that was interesting, I mean, there are real sites, you know, there are actually plastic surgeons in the area. The poor plastic surgeons in Plano, Texas just got absolutely hammered for a month. Oh, not just a month. (laughs) So they all exist. But then, you know, in 27 professionals entered the competition, like 27 people that feel that they really know what they're doing in SEO. So last time I checked, there are only about 10 spots on page one. And when you have 27 professionals coming in, it becomes instantly competitive it becomes one of the more competitive terms possible when you've got those types of sites coming in that are also then going against sites that are already existing. Plus your Yelps and other kind of list type sites that are going to be strong and and present. So we launched the site. At the end of the competition, I ended up taking officially fifth. Nobody was really lighting the world on fire though, because it was only 30 days. The person that won, I think he was somewhere in the 80s. I was in the 90s. About two weeks after the competition, though, my page went to number seven organic. And then about two, three weeks after that, it went to number one organic and it actually went to number one in the maps. And then a couple of weeks after that, it actually wiped out the maps and I was the knowledge panel. <laughs> so my, I was rhinoplasty plano. And then that reverted back, but then I was number one maps, number one organic. And people started to lose their minds over it because the site was completely written in lorem ipsum, which is fake Latin text. So... Quick question. When did this actually happen? Because I just Googled rhinoplasty plano and I want to see if your results are still there. Well, we'll get to that part of the story okay. as well. This was uh, July 2018. Okay. Is, um, when the, so not too long ago. Right, when the competition happened. So the site, again, completely lorem ipsum. And I didn't do anything to the site after the competition was done. And the link building that I did, everyone's like, oh, you built all these links. I did um, citations. I did two rounds of citations through like a bright local white spark sort of thing to, and then I had a GMB, which is, I think, how I got into the maps. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. 
Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. Hang on. Bright, local, like, Mark, what is that? Those are citation building services where you can put your business information to say that. Competitors to Google my business, essentially. Yeah. Okay. Or I think complimentary, because I think Google does look at them to compare sure. business data to make sure that you're a real business. Okay. But that was the sum total of, of the link building that I did. But... So, um, so it's going like gangbusters. And in November of that year, Search Engine Journal decided to run an article on this. And it was rather hack journalism in that I was not contacted, nor was the person that won. And it was written as though this was some investigative work done and it said, Google ranks site written in Latin. And they put my name as well as the site. And six hours after the article was published, my site was de-indexed, which I guess that's fair play. Yeah, I think Google probably didn't appreciate that. No. Everybody was airing out that you can rank using Latin as your language. No, probably not. If this wasn't clear, though, it wasn't just the Latin, you know, doing the math for the term and putting my exact keyword, putting variations, putting contextual terms in specific places a certain amount of times is what was put in. But the article was written that I did this to make fun of Google. And I didn't do that at all. I did it to make fun of SEOs that say that you need to write good content. And that that's what the key to ranking is. That's not the key to ranking. The key to ranking is giving the algorithm the map that it wants. The key to conversions is good content. And the key to have an engaging site is good content. But when it comes to ranking, you really do need to satisfy what the algorithm wants. So Google dropped the site. But then that night from about 1.15 a.m. to about 1.27 a.m., I got 20 pings from Google and they went in and took down 20 of my test sites. And those test sites had nothing to do with the competition site. They weren't linking to it. They weren't even linking to each other. They were on different hosts, different IPs, different everything. And they were dinged as pure spam is what I was marked with. So you pissed somebody off. <laughs> yeah. But the thing that I loved most about that is while it wasn't too fun in, in the moment, it occurred to me that Google completely validated everything that I was saying. If I had gotten lucky, if I was talking nonsense, they would have rolled their eyes and moved on. They clearly cared about this, that I was showing how the algorithm actually works. You know, this is actually how you can get things done. And this is how you can rank. So doing some more research on this, and actually not that long ago, I put out a, a course on white hat SEO. And so I was going back through the guidelines. And there's this, in the automated text category, there's this thing that says, one of the no-nos is text that doesn't make any sense to the reader, but contains keywords, contains search terms. And I was like, when did that happen? Because I know that wasn't a rule when I did this. So I put the URL for the rules into the Wayback Machine. And in 2018, you can see in February, there's a ping 
and that rule isn't there. Then in July, seven days after my site was published and the world could see it, that rule exists. <laughs> and then three months later, four months later, it gets outed. And then Google uses the rule they just created then to punish me for it. Little did I know that when we were embarking on this podcast interview that I'd be talking with one of Google's most wanted. <laughs> I, I'm thinking about printing it on business cards. I don't know how many people have actually had a rule written for them <laughs> and not for doing anything wrong. You know, it's not that I did something naughty, you know, like it was just that I exposed what they did. Because if you look at the rule, Google's job cannot be to have you write better text, write better copy. You know, if I write copy and my readers don't understand it, that's my fault. That can't be an actual rule. So what they are concerned about is the form. That if you do this, it actually does show how the algorithm works. It is a path to seeing what is or is not a ranking factor, what is a stronger ranking factor, or do things index, what we talked about previously on how these testing works. So they confirmed the whole thing, that this is a valid testing method, and this is a way that you can actually see how the algorithm works. Fascinating. I feel bad for the rhinoplasty surgeons in northern Texas. When I look at the results today, it is pulling some local listings like you would expect. And of course, the first organic listing is sites.google.com for rhinoplasty Plano using Google Sites. So that was one of the competition people. That was one of their sites that they were using to build tiered links to their competition site. Yeah. The interesting thing to me is that you started your site. It didn't necessarily win within the first 30 days, but it kept continuing to gain prominence, which to me not only says, okay, cool, you found out how the Google algorithm works on some level. You're able to use non-English text to rank for an English-speaking page. But also, you learned a little bit about the timeline of how Google adjusts the rankings over time. You know, it takes weeks to months for even the most well-constructed page to actually go up the charts. Yeah. It blew a lot of things out of the water on, you know, what Google will consider, you know, and, and how good Google is doing a reading. But then also, like, is there a sandbox? You know, when people talk about like, oh, I'm in a three-month sandbox. Well, that's clearly not the case. You know, it's just a matter of, you know, Google probably understanding what the page is about and getting something up that Google can understand and then likes more than that there's a brand new domain sandbox. Something else that was a little fun is that, so the site was de-indexed. I still stayed in the maps. I was still number one in the maps for weeks until somebody tweeted about it. <laughs> and they're like, hey, Google, how's the site still up? And it's been de-indexed. Whoever that poor Google engineer that was responsible for making an example out of you missed a, you know, missed a variable and forgot the maps. No, what this tells me is that they're completely separate. Like, so you've got the search team over here with the SERPs, you know, the organic SERPs, and they're doing their thing. And then the maps side is so completely separate that they probably didn't even know what was going on. So they are, they're two separate algorithms and two separate considerations. So when you're doing optimization for your maps, you know that they are separate things that are being considered. So your on-page is probably part of it, but it's not the whole thing. You know, that even if you are taken out of the organic area, that you still can rank in the maps because it's something completely different. Well, fascinating story. Kyle, I appreciate you coming on the show, telling us a little bit about your testing philosophy, about some of the things that you've uncovered about the Google algorithm. And Google, if you're listening to this, he's hiding in Chiang Mai. <laughs> I like Google. I'm still... And you know what's funny too is I'm a white hat. <laughs> All my SEO is white hat. White hat. 
Sure. (laughs) (laughs) That wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Kyle Roof, co-founder and SEO at Page Optimizer Pro. We'd love to continue the conversation with you. So if you're interested in contacting Kyle, you could find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is KyleBot1997. That's K-Y-L-E-B-O-T-1997. Or you could visit his company's website, which is pageoptimizer.pro. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to voicesofsearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, or my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app, and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. Thank you.